0: Welcome to Five Shot Friday with Bart and Sunny Miller. Take it away, Sunny.
1: (laughs) Well, thank you, thank you, thank you, Bart. It is a beautiful, freezing cold winter day here in Idaho.
0: Yeah, it is. It was a snowy little day yesterday, and uh, what a great day. Let's rock it. It is
1: a great day. So the first story we're going to talk about is how we set the stage for our events a story about a world champion calf roper getting cow crap on his boots.
0: That's right. That's I love, love,
1: love, love when you tell this story because whenever you have an event or a mastermind, the opening welcome, I guess you would say, is really sets the stage for events.
0: It does. If you don't set your stage right for your events, it's really hard to bring a group of people close together and let them be vulnerable and transparent. And what I find is, is if people can't be vulnerable and transparent and feel comfortable in a room, They will not share and they walk away with, they don't walk away with the takeaways that they really needed. And if you can create the stage or the environment or the energy for people to uh, really feel like they're safe. It's amazing what can happen for them and to them in a short period of time.
1: Yeah. And as the entire group as a collective, like it just rises everybody and allows them all to share at that next level. So I'm going to have you, instead of read the story, tell the story because you are such a great storyteller.
0: Okay. Sounds great. So um, I have the privilege of being um, one of the best friends of Tyson Durfee, and he's one of my best friends and uh, kind of a story in how we met. But that being said, Tyson was coming back from a rodeo and he called me and it was late at night. And he said, Bart, he says, "Uh, what's going on? I said, not a lot. And I could just hear it in Tyson's uh, voice that he was tired. You know, he was, he'd been on the road a lot. And what a lot of people don't realize for these rodeo cowboys is they spend a lot of windshield time. And I mean, a lot of windshield time. All they see is the rodeo. They see the energy, they see the excitement, but they don't see How much travel and exhaustion do they have when they actually get there and then have to perform at such a high level?
1: And a side note, sometimes they're roping clear up until midnight, one o'clock in the morning because... There's a thing called slack. And so what you see at a rodeo isn't always all the competitors because there's not enough time. And so I think in this case, Tyson had been roping probably till midnight, one o'clock, had to load up the horses in the trailer, jump in the truck and go to the next location.
0: Yeah, which was quite a ways away. So when you're a calf roper, a team roper, you have to bring an animal or you have to do what's called mounting out. And a lot of them like to bring their own animal which is their horse. So anyway, long story short, I said, Tyson, stop and get me. I I'm going with you. And he goes, no, Bart. He says, you don't have to do that. He says, just, you know, talk to me for a little while. And I said, Tyson, I love you too much, man. Stop and grab me. So he stopped and picked me up and we went to Heber city, Utah. We got there. I think we were there for three hours or four hours and Tyson had to get up and get his horse ready and go out and rope because it was a morning slack. And so as he got ready to go, Uh, It was during the COVID season. So all these number one cowboys were chasing it hard because they weren't having these big rodeos.
1: So So we're talking world-class competitors at all these little local regional rodeos. Yeah.
0: The best of the best in the world, all chasing every rodeo It was the best season ever actually, in my opinion. But anyway, that being said, Tyson was there. There was all the big names there. In fact, a guy named Joe Beaver happened to be in the audience watching. It'll tell you how much uh, of the, Prestigious cowboys that were running around together. So anyway, uh, they get out there, they start roping. And it's a really interesting thing if you've never watched rodeo. And it's one of the things I love the most about the sport. But, you know, a world champion will help a beginner or even another world champion to beat them. And I'm always like, just, I love that so much. And they'll always say, I want to beat anybody at their best. I don't want to say I beat them at their worst. I want to say I beat them at their very, very best. And I I just, I don't know. That just to me just gets me just like so jazzed up. But anyway, so Tyson was there obviously. And there was a few people that had asked him as a world champion to push their calf. Now, when you push somebody's calf, what you're doing is literally helping this calf start out the shoot to get a head start at the exact time that needs to be done so that this cowboy can rope it, and everything can go fast and smooth for him, so you're literally helping your competition beat you, and then you're going to ask them to help you beat them, which is crazy it's mind blowing mind blowing so Tyson does this, jumps in, does all these things, and it's just so cool to watch the community and them cheer each other on and you know have fun and banter back and forth with each other, and then it comes down to the last cowboy and he gets in there and he goes out he ropes this calf he throws his slack and those of you that don't know there's rules in the way that you throw your your slack it's called pitching your slack and if you pitch it to the right to the left or up all it makes a difference in how the calf is going to stand or what's going to happen to the calf so that being said there are rules though if you do it the wrong way because of the safety of the animal and because it's a great sportsmanship to the animal they want to make sure that they're taken care of So he pitches his slack, he gets his run finalized, he gets back on his horse, time is there. He is the fastest time, he is the winning time of the whole entire slack and probably the rodeo, okay? So all of a sudden the judge raises his flag and says, no time because of the way you pitched your slack. And every cowboy, including Joe Beaver, went Crazy, And I was like, wow, here's a guy that's going to take your paycheck. He just beat you. And yet you are livid because you feel like he was misjudged. Think about that for a minute. I was like, wow, how many times in life do you have a chance to stand up for somebody knowing they're in the right and you don't? because it means it would take your paycheck. I hope never, but it just was such a beautiful lesson and such a beautiful act to watch before my eyes that I was like, wow, I want to be able to, no matter if I have a competitor in my room, play full out, teach them. And if I see that they're wronged, stand up for them and say, Hey, I think you're wrong in this. I think this person actually deserves to win, even if it costs me money, I want to be that person. And so I tell you that just because that's how I start my events. I want everybody to play full out. If they're competitors in the room, I want them to be willing to get shit on their boots, get in, push their calf and beat them at their very best. Because if we're all pushing each other to be the best, we win together. And I'm not going to lie. I've had two major experiences in my life in the internet marketing space with one of my closest, I would, would, would call one of my, I want it to be one of my closest friends, that I've had opportunities that just haven't ended up the same way for me. Mm-hmm. And that can be tough and it can be discouraging because you want that person or you want that those humans in your ecosystem to know what you are and your greatness and stand in there and push your calf for you and help you achieve those things. And not only that, when you've been wronged, to stand up for you, but it doesn't always happen. But in my ecosystem and our ecosystem, Sonny, that's really what I want. I want those kind of people. And uh, you can call them God-fearing people. You can call them universal-fearing people. I don't care what they are. I want them to know that we care and that we stand up for them and we want the best for them. And when they're down, we want to stand up for them and go to bat for them.
1: So, so good. And I think the term we like to use is also we rise by lifting others. Amen. So, and it says a lot I think for a personality who is willing to have enough confidence in their own abilities yeah. to show up and play full out. And man, if you're just not quite there, just still be able to cheer and clap and,
0: and yeah. can I add just one last thing? Yes, to that? please. What people don't realize when I say financially, I don't think they realize this part because they don't know rodeo. Some of you do. Yeah. But only the top fifteen cowboys That make the most amount. So 15 of the top calf ropers, whoever's the top 15 money earner is the last person that gets to go to the national finals rodeo. But it's all based off of earnings. So that one rodeo can cost them a half a million. And sometimes millions of dollars in sponsorships.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm going to say. Not just winning the rodeo, but all the sponsorships and all the stuff that comes with it. You want to
0: talk about money-driven humans. They should be the most crooked, like (laughs) trying to pull pranks on each other bunch that you've ever seen in your life because they literally have their diesel. They're not, uh, like, think about a rodeo cowboy. You want to look at expenses and risk. You're betting it all. On a horse, a calf, and you, and your equipment. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's absolutely the next level of that. Yet, such an extreme ecosystem. They want the best for each other. God, what an amazing world it would be if we were all that way, huh? Oh, man. Crazy.
1: Just got to pause there and think through that a little more. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. It really is. Okay, our next topic is a little bit around profit, so a free lead magnet that not only paid for our paid advertising, but three times it in sales. And that was with only one upsell. So I'm going to talk through that just a little bit. Um, lead magnets and offers can sometimes make you feel like you want to bang your head against a wall, right? Sometimes, sometimes. you spend <laughs> the majority of the time. It's almost like you spend so much time building things and then you put them out into the world. You throw some advertising behind them and crickets, right? So it can be so frustrating But then when the magic happens, the sales start coming in, the leads start coming in, it is absolutely a high. So we wanted to just share a lead magnet offer to purchase that not only paid for our advertising, but we got like three times, sometimes even up to five times our spend. And it wasn't a huge offer and we didn't have to write a book. So how's that? Love it. Let's go. So this is what it's like. We had a free mini course that lasted for five days. And as soon as people submitted for that mini course- they were given an OTO page. That's a one-time offer page. And then that simply went to a thank you page. So the OTO, like I said, it's a one-time offer page. And that was to join our academy at a small discount for as long as you're a member. So that was the best deal. They saved like, let's say $5, $10 a month for as long as they were a member. The price would never go up for them. And nobody else would get that offer, only those who went through the funnel. So like if you went to our actual pages anywhere else, you're going to pay full price. Um, From there, we had a seven to 10 day email marketing campaign that they were entered into. So each day, a new video would drop for them. But then in between those videos, we would start pitching them again on the Academy. Now we didn't discount it for as long as they were a member again, but we did start offering the first month of the Academy at the discount. So You know, the first email would probably be, hey, you know, let's talk a little bit more about the Academy. Like, I'm not going to say it right, right now, but basically it would be all the great things that were there, all the testimonials and stuff. If they still didn't join, then a few days later, they're going to get a discount for the first month. And then the last offer was our no-brainer offer. We gave them the Academy for $5 for a full 30 days, and they still had a 30-day money back guarantee. And we had so many people join just because they could not not join once they got that And for the most part, I would say only maybe two out of 10 people canceled after, you know, those first 30 days of the $5 offer. So the stick rate, you know, you're going four or five, six months of people who stayed from that $5 offer. So, and that's pretty much it. I just thought it'd be fun to share that with people because we're coming into the new year. People want to have better health They want to have better wealth. They want to have better relationships. And if you've got a mini course that touches on any of those things, or if you can create one, you've got a really, really good lead magnet. that should start to convert for you.
0: Yeah. A lot of people think that their lead magnets or different things have to be a, a product. And what I mean by a product is something they ship to them. And I think that's very not true. Very misleading. I think there's a lot of ways to do it without shipping anything else to them and accomplishing the same thing. Um, at, you know, at the same time, I'm very much a linchpin fan of the, the architect of the way it goes. I'm not always a a fan of that. You've got to ship all this goods to them to make the linchpin work. I don't think that's Yeah. And the
1: linchpin referring to Russell Brunson's latest model that he teaches about the linchpin framework. So might want to go look that up. If you're not familiar with it, we don't have time to cover it today. Yep. But we could also take this offer a little step further. Yeah. Like if you didn't have a good info product that was converting for you yeah. or you want to increase your average cart order, <clears throat> we do talk about that a little bit more in depth as far as you can put products in throughout yeah. your mini course. Yeah. And once again, pay for your advertising. Well,
0: one, one we even talked about before Sonny was, and uh, it's, I'll, I'll just make this quick, but even if we offered one brush a month that they got, if they signed up for that offer that came with the entire ecosystem when they were there for a full year, they could get all their brushes or, you know, things like yeah. that. You can use e-commerce products and shipping. Once again, I'm not anti-lynchpin in any way, shape, or form. Right. I'm just saying that I think there's ways that you can do it without having to send a bunch of e-com products out and fulfill it and uh, make it very successful.
1: Absolutely. And that was what we did. We did not ship any e-commerce through this particular funnel. And like I said, it three to five times our... Our uh, <clears throat> advertising spend, and it was off the charts. Very cool. Yeah, very cool. All right. So our last topic today is people, and that's deepening your connection in 2024. Why we are intentional about having hobbies we can do together and how it deepens our connection. So One of the podcasts we were on recently, we were asked why we do hobbies together. People see us playing pickleball together. Sometimes we're riding horses together if I get my <clears throat> butt out and, and ride with Bart, but we do have a lot of fun together. And Bart has always really made that a point in our relationship. And I've appreciated, it. first of all, the fact that he wants to spend time with me so much. But when we were asked the question, you know, it really kind of shined a light on some of the things that come with that. So we do work together. We see each other a lot. Some people will be like, oh man, it's overkill. You go do other things together. Um. But it's actually really fun to play together. And the analogy that you gave, and I love so much, was like if you have a favorite movie or a TV show or a sports team, and your friends share that same connection, how fun is it to get together and talk about it? Like we like to watch Yellowstone. So if other people watch Yellowstone, you know, you can go off and offer like a good hour conversation Easy. on all the things that you loved about it, that you hated about it, like all the stuff. So when when we spend time together on date nights or anything else, if all you talk about is work and family, it can get a little exhausting. Not that those things can't be great and fun and energetic, but a lot of times they're also heavy and they have stress associated with them. And then sometimes you just need a change of energy, right? So we have a lot of fun playing pickleball together and we get to talk about it just like a favorite movie or a TV show. We can talk about who antagonized us on court, you know, maybe where we were lacking, who slammed on us. We get a banter back and forth and tease each other on who won or lost, depending on our mood, (laughs) that type of thing. So anything that you'd like to add there?
0: Yeah, we can even talk about dinking with somebody else's significant other in the kitchen. It's crazy, you know? next level next level right <laughs> and how we drove on each other so hard oh you Now there's, there's I, so much fun
1: i can't mark this as an e okay yeah right. this isn't an e episode
0: <laughs> just kidding but yeah so many fun things and, and i just think it lightens up your day it gives you something else that is uh fun to literally enjoy and watch and be part of that. You just uh, gives you some physical activity too. And when you have physical activity, it changes the endorphins and the things inside your body and your energy, which can be a lot of fun. So there's a lot of added value to uh, not only sitting in an office and sitting in that, but the energy of getting out and actually moving and uh, using your body and literally doing something that's fun to chat about and talk about and push yourself to another level.
1: I love it. So I think a good challenge for the, the new year would be if you don't have a hobby that you and your partner like to do together to find one.
0: Yeah. And I would say if you do find one, try to find one that you don't have to coach your significant other in. Not that that's bad, but but sometimes it can be really bad. Well,
1: it's sometimes hard when you like your partner's way above you in the skill yeah. level and you're trying to catch up. It can right. be frustrating for it both can be. people.
0: But if you'll go find something, for for example, let's just say you don't ballroom dance, neither one of you. And you're like, I'm so uncoordinated. She's so uncoordinated. Or whatever it might be, even funner. Go challenge yourselves to go take ballroom lessons from somebody. And you will absolutely like get to laugh and have fun in a way that you probably haven't in years. Because I can tell you there's moments when Sunny and I are laughing so hard at each other that it's like, it, it's just fun. It's like, oh my God, you know, it's like so crazy. But you're trying to learn and trying to be there. And it, it creates those vulnerable moments for each other. And it creates those I don't know. Those just little things that you just wouldn't have any other way. So it's a fun couples thing to do, but if you have the capacity and the willingness to try something new with each other, you know, it can bring a lot of fun and excitement to your relationship.
1: Yeah. So let's go for 2024. Let's go. Right. All right. Quick bullet updates of what we are up to. So yesterday and today we're hosting a really small mastermind here in Idaho falls and we're talking comfy recliner chairs, We're talking about business. We have a huge movie screen in front of us and we are having a fantastic time just talking business and elevating, up-leveling everybody in the room.
0: Yeah. And the great thing about this mastermind is it was really for a greedy thing for me. Honestly, I just want to put some ideas out there to some really high performing people and really just have their eyes on it. Cause I get a coach all the time, but I don't get coached like I want to all the time either, you know? So it was a good yeah. opportunity. And if you haven't done this, I think it's a great idea. I actually posted this in the inner circle to be able to even have some higher people come. It got shut down because they thought I was trying to pitch to them or something. I don't know. Like, but I, I really honestly did this because I truly want to just be surrounded by some really fun people and grow our businesses into that new year. So even if you do a Zoom call with a bunch of people right now, get them on there, and maybe they'll let you do that in an inner circle. I don't know. But like if you can get them on there and literally just mastermind going into this new year and then sit and help each other, what a beautiful thing. And I'm excited to do that and was so grateful. I was able to put an amazing, we got an amazing group together right now.
1: We do. So, so good. All right, then we're going to share. We had the most amazing win this month. Um, our daughter, Mercedes, hit $100,000 in candle sales yeah. for the month of November. And
0: I want to clean this up just a little bit. It's a collective win.
1: Well, yes. And I was getting to that too. No,
0: but. I think it's just so awesome that, but you know, Mercedes spearheads this. She runs this and she went after it like a lion. And I'm so proud of her. Like she... She knew that she was going to have to spend long hours, and you know if there's something as a dad, especially I shouldn't say especially, but coming from a farming and western background, I have put so many of those months in myself, and so is sunny yeah. that I'm not going to lie as much as I don't want to see my daughter do it. I have been so proud to see my cowgirl buckle down and do it she's amazing she's super is. proud of me she
1: is. And as Bart alluded, like a lot of us are helping her since the sales have been coming in. We have been really, really spending a lot of time there. But um, And then also her video has reached at least 5.6 million views on TikTok. So it's really fun to see something go. Yeah.
0: And she's worked so hard. She has.
1: Okay. Our son, Kobe, is home for Christmas from Hawaii. And he's also helping us bust out some new business strategies and content. And of course, we're planning on roping him into helping ship some candles. And, but it's so, it's so great to have him home.
0: It's so great to have him home. We love him. We're grateful for him to be here and his energy. And, uh, he is, uh, he's going to help me take things to the next level. So watch for content. And, uh, you guys, we're so thankful for you. We hope you're getting ready for the holidays. If there's something you need, or we can serve you, let us know. We are changing our, uh, I do Epic a little bit. It's going to be really cool, fun stuff. So please pay attention to that. We'd love to have you part of our community and our culture. Um, and, uh. With that, also another cool thing that Sunny and I are working on is a couples program. If you've ever wanted to work with us as a couple, and what I mean by that is if you're struggling or you don't know how to rearrange your business or your, you know, your uh your relationship and separate those and how to have tough conversations and breakthrough beliefs, we're probably the ones you need to to be dealing with. And we're going to take on a few couples this year in uh, helping them go to the level and and have the bliss that we've had in our our ecosystem and our partnership.
1: Let's go. It's gonna okay. be a great year.
0: This is this this issue brought to you by I do Epic. With Bart
1: and Sonny Miller. Let's go. <laughs>